on exiting Yerushalayim, so at what point do we perhaps anticipate the possibility of going back? In Kina Lamed Vav, composed by Rabbi Huda Halevi, he writes, Sion halos yishali l'shlom When Yerushalayim, when Sion, will you perhaps inquire, ask about the welfare of those imprisoned from you? When will Yerushalayim speak up on behalf of Kla Yisrael? Those who are seeking out your shalom, the remnants of your Klai. So we spoke earlier about what it means to engage in hachanos, so that we feel connected. So Behuda HaLevi, so he was uh, someone who was connected. No, he didn't live in Eretz Yisrael. He lived in Toledo, Spain. But although he lived in Galus, he was someone who always had his lay of the Mizrach. He was someone who could even ask the question of Sion Halosi Shali, that when will Yerushalayim think about us for a change? <coughs> But for people like us, we have to ask ourselves the question in the reverse. Because how often do we actually think about Yerushalayim? How often do we think about the real-life possibility of going back to the place that Hashem believes we belong? Do we fulfill what it says in Tehillah and Parak Kukhav Beis? Shalom Shalom Yishlaim Yishlaim That we should be asking about the welfare of Yerushalayim. In Rabbi Yudha Halevi's Kuzari, he writes about the Khazar who taunted the Jewish people for their insincere lip service to Yerushalayim when we daven without even meaning it. Do we think about Yerushalayim at the times that we mentioned it in davening? Do we Think about Vesechazeno Eninu. We think when we bench with an Eirushalayim. Is that something that we're thinking about? Because I believe that all of us in Gullus, certainly no less, if not more, in South Florida, we're guilty of this. We're guilty of attempting to perhaps create what we see as a new ideal, envisioning the future of Kla Israel in any place that's not Eretz Yisrael. But 
Innocent Sachs explains that, yes, there are, there, there are justifications for being in Chutz La'aretz. Each case has to be judged on an individual basis. There are reasons why a person, perhaps, at a certain moment in time, is not able to, to make that plunge, that leap of faith, to go to return to Eretz Yisrael. But those are justifications. Justifications of a stopover. We have to see ourselves as not being where we belong. We have to see ourselves as though we're lacking something. That we are certainly by no means in the ideal circumstance. We're able to celebrate on the positive occasions of Yiddishkeit on our calendar. We're able to experience the joy of Simchas Torah, the joy of Purim. And it's true that it's on those days that we have to be thinking, not just when we are at our lowest point on Tisha B'Av. Oh, I'm going to wake up and now think about Yerushalayim for once. That's something that we're thinking about on the highest days of the year. Maravi also points out that although on Purim we engage in that Chayvinish Lodasuni Bikaraya Adaloyada, the memra of memra of this statement was Rabba, who said that this is the mode of celebration on Purim. The same Baal Memra of the statement that we do not recite Halal on Purim. Because Akati Avdi Dachashverosh. We're still servants Dachashverosh. That we're not in the ideal. So, as an alternative to perhaps the highest level of celebration, we drink. And sometimes we think of Purim as the height of heights. Maybe for good reason. But to experience the highest of highs. Anywhere in Golis that doesn't get a hollow. Because it's not where we belong. Because we're not in the ideal state. Because uh, once again, we have to be thinking, what about Yerushalayim? So hopefully, if that's something that is on our minds, not just today, will you make hachanas the entire year entire year so that when you get to a day like today and hopefully it should never have to be again if we make the proper hachanas we should be zilcha that should never be again but if we are seeking out the welfare of Yerushalayim then we could ask Sion halos
Oh, you who are consumed by fire, come seek the welfare of those mourning for you. And this kina, which reflects on the burning of Shas, the burning of Torah, Shabal Peh, not the first time the Torah has been Nisraf before our eyes. And we say that the Torah itself should perhaps ask about our welfare. The Torah should speak on our behalf. The Torah that we love, that we value, that we show covered to, as it passes by, to reach out and to give it a kiss. Will the Torah perhaps speak on our behalf? And yet, in the Echarabah, in Psikh Dalid, when Yirmiyah is crying out to the Avos, it is the Torah itself that had spoken out against us. Each letter of the Aleph days, if you look at the Medrash, has a taina against us. How it could be that a Shas be burnt? How it could be that a Torah be an Isra? How it could be 
the Rambam be burnt? Unless we weren't taking good care of it. Unless we didn't take care of it as much as we say we love it. The Navi in this morning's Haftarah asks the question, Alma of the Haaretz, why in fact was it on account of what was Eretz Yisrael destroyed? Was Yerushalayim destroyed? And the Navi elaborates, even greater elaboration, the Megmarna Dharma Pe'alif. What was it? And of course, is that we abandoned the Torah. The Gemara says that we neglected to recite Birchas Torah Tchila, that we didn't really appreciate the Chashivas of Torah. The Medrash goes so far as to say that Akash Baruch Hu cries, if only they had just abandoned me and not abandoned my Torah. Had they just abandoned me, but still held on to my Torah, gave it a little bit of chashivas, understood the intrinsic value of it. Doesn't the Farshim say there, because had we done that, then at least we would have found our way back. But how often, despite sheer attendance in our base Medrash, despite the Bikush that I believe we all have, that we are all B'nai Aliyah, we are people that seek to grow, and yet for each one of us to simultaneously be individually accountable for perhaps not carrying our weight of Torah, for not producing our chilek in Torah, for not showing that chashivas. Why it had to be a mikdash instead of Kla Yisrael? Why did it have to be a safer Torah instead of Kla Yisrael? Why it had to be Shas, and not any single one of us. Each one of us, each one of us in our own way, has to answer that question. Because whatever Chalik and Torah that we are lacking, whether it's in our Talmud Torah, whether it's our Asek in Torah, our Avoda, our Torah observance, Sometimes we expect that it's going to be featured. The answer, the secret answer, is going to be featured in a Shabbos Shuvah Drasha. When in reality, that's our job to figure out for ourselves. We have to ask ourselves, where am I lacking? Again, to what extent am I accountable for this? Was I not taking care of the Torah? We have to ask ourselves the question. Alma of the why was it that, for, that, that the, the land was taken from us, that we were taken from the land? Do we want the Torah to speak on our behalf? Are we being machshavit? And I don't, you know, I, I, I don't know the answer to that question. I'm not sure that, that we, we, we need to have the answer. It's in there somewhere. But, but we have to sit on the question. Tishbab is not necessarily about the answers to the question, but we have to ask the question. We have to be searching within ourselves to what extent that we are accountable. You can ask Hashem repeatedly, what button do you want me to press? Kaddish Baruch who tells me the button, I'll press the button. What is it, davening? What is it? Is it learning? Bekiyos, be'iyun? Am I not making enough minyanin? 
I don't know what the answer is. I feel like we're running in circles. But if we're still in Golis, if it could still happen that a Torah is Nisra, then it, then it must be that the surroundings were such that it wasn't being protected, it wasn't being properly guarded. It's very easy to look at the person next to us, the person down the block, and to note what they're doing wrong. And if you want to be on Kari with them, great. But let's, let's start within our, our own Dalad Amos. Because after all, in the, in the absence of a Beis Migdash, that's where Kadesh Baruch Hu resides. If our Dalad Amos are the Dalad Amos of Halacha, if Torah is being maintained wherever it is that we are, with the utmost care, with the utmost pristine care and concern for the Torah HaKadosha, and that's where Hashem resides. And then we could ask, Shabbos Shrufa Be'er, Shalom Avi